John, what people are about to listen to, I'm afraid they're going to think is scripted somehow. And I don't have any notes in front of me. I didn't even know what you were going to ask. And you're like, hit record. Uh, I got a question for you. And we got what we got out of that. And I just want people to know it wasn't scripted at all. I didn't even know where we were going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to answer my question, which is if we were to put on a retreat, what would a retreat look like? I know you as a mastermind yourself and putting on events. And I really wanted to pick your brain on all the entrepreneurs out there that maybe could gain from being a part of an Entrepreneurs United retreat in the future. It was an idea that I had. I wanted to bounce it around with you. I loved your idea and impact on how we can maybe put something together. And I can't wait for entrepreneurs to listen to what we talk about today. Well, listen, they should be thinking people, content, logistics are the things that go into making a successful event. Let's jump right in. Rich, today I want to talk to you about a very interesting concept. A lot of companies have meetings, conferences, getaways, retreats. I know we had a really good conversation with Jeff Rendell earlier last year about some exotic retreats you can have as your organization to really spice things up. I've been thinking recently that entrepreneurs have gone through a couple of very tough years. They've gone through COVID. They've gone through now potentially a recession crisis that's coming on. And we are Entrepreneurs United. I'd love to talk to you today about just an idea what if we got entrepreneurs from around the country, around the globe, doesn't matter, together for an event in 2023? What could that look like? And I know this is holistic. We're entrepreneurs. We think through things all the time. But I know some of our guests have talked about it with us. I think some of our guests would love to come be keynote speakers at an event. I'm sure entrepreneurs that are listening to us would love to come to an event. There's nobody in the world that I know at running events better than yours truly, Rich Hoffman. So I just want to throw this concept out. Ad hoc, let's record this and let's talk about it. If we were to run an Entrepreneurs United 2023 event, what could that look like? How could we structure it? And let's see if people are interested. I'd say one of the first things that I would look at in running any event is what are the needs of the participants? What is it that they're looking for? So uh, first of all, uh, looking at that, which are the individual needs of people. The other one I would look at would be the organizational needs for that particular event. Uh, after looking at that, that should drive what is the content, how much of it is social, uh, how many breaks there are, the amount of time uh, of interaction between the participants. That will drive everything is the organizational needs and the individual needs once those get clear. Uh, I'll tell you, as I'm, as I'm talking about this, one of the things that's really often missed in event planning is the idea that there are people who are extroverts and people who are introverts who are going to be in that audience. Mm -hmm. And the introverts need some time to recharge their batteries alone, not with others. Well, the extroverts would like the option of being with people nearly all the time. But if you're going to run an event, it should not be an event that has things going on that are nearly mandatory for all attendees from breakfast at seven in the morning all the way through drinks till 10 o'clock at night. You're going to burn out your people who are introverts. Yeah. Well, let's target this a little specifically. And I'd love to bring that into it because one thing we talk about a lot, or maybe I've talked about a lot on our episodes, is that a lot often time entrepreneurs feel alone. They can't necessarily uh, talk to their employees about issues they're having. And that's why these groups like Vistage Group or some different CEO groups come together because they want to talk to other CEOs about things they're experiencing or, you know, ideas, you know, 
even some of the episodes we've talked to with some of these business coaches. I mean, think about all the ideas that get shared amongst entrepreneurs that even we sharpen our saw every episode and we extract value. And on the same token, you know, the entrepreneurs are really focused on their conferences, their in-person meetings. And you and I have both been to these where, you know, you do show up and you're waking up at 630 in the morning because you got to be at breakfast at eight and you got to have your notepad and you got to be in the room at nine. And, you know, you have a short break for 30 minutes at lunch. And by the time five o'clock comes around, your brain is really hurting. Uh, and, but you have to hurry up and go get changed and shower because you have a dinner reception that night. And next thing you know, you're drinking you know, a couple of drinks that night. And you're going to bed at 11 o'clock. You start all over again tomorrow. That's what sometimes we as entrepreneurs schedule for our teams because it has to be productive and we don't get together that often. We have all these topics as an organization, as a need we got to cover. What I'm talking about is entrepreneurs. If we were to run an event for the entrepreneurs themselves, and you're right on introverts, what is the right format? What could that look like? What would intrigue entrepreneurs to be like, you know what? I want to go to that because of these reasons. And a lot of it is networking. A lot of it is I want a chance to be able to go and not be the one putting it on and relax and learn and sharpen my saw. So, you know, relax, learn, sharpen the saw, I guess, put, gets put together. I'm trying to think through what would be a compelling offering opportunity to bring 50, 100, 200 entrepreneurs together at a retreat style event where you get a little bit of everything that really helps that entrepreneur recharge. My guess is there are probably two components. I'm sure there are more, but there are two components that come to mind right off the bat. One of them is having general session speakers who genuinely deliver value during the time of the general session. It is not a sales pitch for their program. They genuinely deliver value and there happens to be an opportunity for engagement after the retreat or the summit. So instead of just having a keynote speaker who's just rah-rah, gets you fired up, and you're ready to go crush life, and you never see that person again, if people want to engage with that keynote speaker, there's actually some structure around how to do that based on what they talked about in their keynote speech. So I'd say that would be one component we would want. Mm. Uh, Another thing that I know almost all entrepreneurs want is to have the opinion of other entrepreneurs on some of their business problems. So whether that be people come with business problems and we put them in small groups, or if we take a cross section of problems uh, that people have or issues or opportunities, however you want to phrase that, uh, in the prep for the event, we take a cross section of it and the most common opportunities or issues that come up you know, we can put together some working groups uh, that can be facilitated even to work through what those issues are. But the really having connection and working with other entrepreneurs on real life business issues, I'd say uh, having time where there is social time available to do that as well and not doing corny icebreakers to get people to interact with each other but doing something that is an activity that's not a corny icebreaker that gets people familiar with each other, working potentially in small groups, kicking off into some type of a social would be a few things off the top of my head. Here's what I got. I love it. Um, So I got four things and I'd love to keep building upon this for an ultimate entrepreneur's event. Let's just, let's just say I'm trying to design the ultimate entrepreneur's event. What should it look like? 
advice from Rich Hoffman. One, have general session speakers. I'd call them keynote speakers, but I understand what you're saying. People who are genuinely adding value, not trying to sell their books at the back of the room. And they're not just there for today. They're willing to provide value afterwards as well. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Tony Robbins, but somebody who really connects with entrepreneurs, who speaks to them uh, as entrepreneurs and can really, they walk away going, wow, I learned a few things from this. It was exciting. It was energetic and it was genuine. So that's part one. Probably a couple of those. You have a couple nights, a couple, couple of those types of individuals. During the day, one option is CEO roundtables or masterminds where ahead of time, the entrepreneurs coming in saying, look, I, I have some issues with staffing. I have some issues with sales and marketing. I have some issues with whatever it is. I'm going to bring a specific problem to the table each day, but we can group them together. So those are having sales and marketing issues can actually go into this CEO roundtable group and they can all have that particular general topic. Where so you know a few breakout rooms where that's the topic that they're going to talk about for three four hours, but that may be the work for the day because now instead of doing social icebreakers, sorry corny icebreakers, we're going to do something more energetic and fun. I, I keep going back to Cameron Harold or Don Dow and talking about these types of experiences where you're either at the Masters or you're you know boondoggie in in Montana on a ranch or you know things like that. That's unique. It's a unique social experience, but which by Doing that cool experience you want to go home and tell your family about, you also got to do it alongside other entrepreneurs that you get to meet and develop relationships with. It could be lifelong relationships. Uh, and then the last thing was obviously that networking connection. So I got general session speakers, CEO roundtable, social time, no corniness, networking connections. What else? I'd say another thing elements? I already said was uh, enough time where introverts can charge your batteries. You've charge got battery to have an hour or two a day uh, in between sessions and dinner where introverts can recharge your batteries. So that'd probably be the fifth thing. As I heard you recite that back, a couple more things came to mind. Okay. I think it would be a cool format to have general session speakers who genuinely deliver value, who then move into a breakout room with people to work on things. I think of somebody like Michael Alasso uh, is one of our past guests who is an expert in uh, uh, messaging yep. and posture and communication and voice and all of that uh, micro messaging. I think people would love to hear from him for 30 minutes, genuinely delivering value. And if somebody wanted to go to that breakout session, they get another two hours, two and a half hours from him. And then on top of that, I happen to know Michael does coaching. Mm -hmm. Michael has retreats himself. So there would be that post offering. So that might be a, a neat uh, integration of breakout rooms with our uh, keynote speakers or general session speakers. Last thing I was thinking of as I was hearing you recite that is I think we want to separate a retreat from a vacation. This would not be a vacation. People would are not interested in getting together with other entrepreneurs to go on vacation generally. So what I would want to do is I want to make sure that we are doing work in a beautiful location mm -hmm. that has almost the appearance of a vacation, but we're doing work there so that on break, someone can step out and the view they have, they're like, oh, am I lucky to be here? This is beautiful. Yep. So I think we would want to have a location like that to do work for a couple of days. And then maybe we have this optional vacation piece that we could arrange for them on an opt-in level. So it might be two days of a retreat and two days of 
uh, you know, some excursions or some vacation, more vacation type esque for people who want to do that. That comes after the event. Mm, I love that. So they, I, just to paraphrase, um, you know, the retreat is this two and a half days, maybe three days. I'd love to hear your timing, how the time, which timing you do it in. But the retreat is this. But oh, by the way, it ends on Thursday evening or Friday morning, and some and for you know whatever, uh, bring your spouse or family members in to come stay at the resort with you that we're staying at because it's so beautiful and awesome, and spend the weekend here with you and have a vacation uh, attached to it. Yes, and then potentially, you know, it doesn't need to be expansive like it's a cruise or something, but potentially have some opt-in things like if you want to do, you know, ATV riding. Yeah, uh, that's an option that you could do on Friday afternoon or if you want to hang out at the beach. But it would be entrepreneurs then vacationing together. Yes, people wouldn't come for that necessarily, but I think they may want to stay for it after they develop meaningful relationships that are professional for a couple of days, sticking around and getting a little bit more of each other uh, and really enjoying the location that was selected. Yeah. Rich, this is awesome. Uh, yeah, I could tell you back to that unique experiences thing. I'm hooked. Uh, I feel like in my entrepreneurial career, I've run a lot of meetings, summits, and they were productive from the organizational needs perspective. They were not productive from creating unique experiences with our teams and culture to the extent that I would love to going forward in my life. Uh, you know, if we're going to run a retreat, I want to run a retreat somewhere. To your point, it's not only beautiful. But you can do something you've never done before that you want to go home and tell your family and friends about. I went to this. Look at what I did. Uh, even from a personal perspective, like checking off things off a bucket list, potentially. People may have never, they would never do on their own. But as a part of retreat with other entrepreneurs, they would go do that make it so special. And, and that, to me, makes it more rewarding for me uh, participating and or even if I get the opportunity to plan something like this for entrepreneurs to experience. So I love all of that. Um, you know, a couple small little nuggets I'd like to ask on you. Like, what would be the right timing for something like this? Two days, three days, two and a half? Probably can't be four. Yeah, typically, uh, I would recommend people flying in uh, on a Tuesday and having a reception on Tuesday night and then have a full day. Uh, and I, when I say full day, it's nobody's flying home on Wednesday. Yep. It's not a full day of content violating what I suggested earlier. Sure. Uh, and then on Thursday might be uh, until lunch. So maybe around a half day. And then you could pick up the vacation piece of it. Uh, families fly in on Thursday afternoon. You pick that up on uh, Friday or Saturday. So that would kind of be the typical format. That would be two dinners, two yep. lunches uh, spread out in that way. So the total commitment would be Tuesday to Thursday out of the business uh, with flights included. Let me, let me ask you this. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but sure. don't have to tell me the name of it or even when I'm, I'm just more curious about what, what was the best retreat, not conference, not, you know, meetings all day long. What was the best retreat you've ever been to? Mm-hmm. Uh the most recent one I went to comes to mind and without evaluating every retreat, every retreat I've ever been on, I can tell you it was absolutely excellent. And it was actually Michael Alasso's retreat. Hmm. And I went up to Maine. We had a few people from our company. There were a total, I think of five of us from our company who went 
I believe there were a total of 18 people there. There was a um, closed number of people. We wanted to keep it 15 to 20 or so, not unlimited people. Um, we did it at a farm, which was a, a, a working farm, but it was a very small farm that was owned by uh, an individual. And they do wedding receptions and things like that in a barn that's not a working barn with hay and stuff in it, but it was a, you know, a barn on the outside. The food was immaculate. Um, he hand selected the people who would come. He actually said no to some people because they may not have been ready for it or may not fit in with the group. Uh, yeah, it was a, a bang up job. Wow. So selective, unique. And by the way, it was my favorite retreat you've ever been to as well, because I got to go to lunch with you when you came through for his, <laughs> That's right. for, for his retreat. We got to so go to Portsmouth. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. But um, it seems like it had some elements of exclusivity. Yes. Is maybe what I'm catching there. Yeah. And I, I'd say in addition to that, and this is, sure, I'm happy to give Michael a promotion, but one of the things that I loved about what he did in this retreat is it was a bunch of doing. It wasn't sitting around intellectualizing things. Mm. So he literally said, hey, everything that we're going to do over the course of this retreat, you can equate back to leadership in your businesses. And I'm not going to talk to you about why this is important and what it equates to with leadership. But if you ever have any question or it ever feels disconnected from having any purpose, you stop what we're doing and I will answer how it's connected to something. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> and we did. And I asked two or three times, like, what does this have to do with leadership? And I wasn't getting it. And he had a good answer every time. So that's an aspect from that retreat. Since you bring that up, John, asking me about it, um, I would probably want to do something where we are doing and we're not yeah. just sitting around Love talking it. at people. Uh, I'd turn the same. I think it was yeah. a great question. I'd turn that same question back around to you on what was your absolute best retreat? Maybe a few aspects of it. Yeah. First of all, I just love the fact that Michael Alasso was a guest on our podcast Yes, that I had met in a previous life and you connected so much with him in the podcast. One of our first, I guess, 50 or so podcasts. Yeah. And to the extent where you went to his retreat, not only went to his, his retreat, but brought people, uh, entrepreneurs along with you. So that, that to me, I love that. It brings me joy and, and everything else. And if I just go to a recent retreat I was at, and then it was probably a retreat that I can't remember being to something like this before, but it was with other entrepreneurs. And it was in Charleston, South Carolina at the Wild Dunes Resort. And when you connected with me, make it a retreat, not a vacation, work in a beautiful location. All I could think about was that retreat. Uh, and how beautiful the sand beaches were and the weather was beautiful. And, and you you kind of walk into the resort and you walk out of the pool area and you're like, wow, I wish I would have brought my family here. You know, uh, kind of feeling. I think a few people got in trouble for not bringing their families on. It was so nice and when they were sending videos back home. But it was very loose. There wasn't a lot of structure. It was a very closed entrepreneurial uh, group. Uh, there was time built in to go to the pool. Uh, there was time built in to go to nice dinners, uh, at structured dinners, but, you know, as a group on the beach and, you know, having a nice dinner, we went skeet shooting off a boat, which was very unique. Never done that before. Uh, <laughs> I skeet shooted before once, but never off a boat and 99% of people had never skeet shooted before. So that was comical and fun and, wow. and amusing. And we got electric bikes. We were riding electric bikes on the, on the ocean, on the sand. Just, so we did a bunch of things that were fairly unique. 
uh, and it was a great uh, connection point with other entrepreneurs. And uh, there were some, you know, people with expertise there that were just available. And what I mean by available is you can learn from somebody being a keynote speaker or going to a conference and sitting in a room and taking notes and listening to the the tax advisor or somebody else up on stage talking and some half the people are falling asleep. You can also learn from them by sitting around a fire pit at eight o'clock at night and saying, tell me more about yourself. Uh, and I think that's kind of the connection we got at that retreat that I, I really connected with. And uh, I think when you talk about some of this, the components, uh, you know, I have like the five components of a rich Hoffman, perfect retreat. They connect with what we just did. And, uh, and I love that. And I, I just keep, uh, thinking, Rich, that this is something I'd love to do. I, I would love to get a close number of entrepreneurs, 25, 50, doesn't matter, and host an event in 2023 called the Entrepreneurs United Retreat, or maybe we can be more creative and come up with a better name and invite entrepreneurs we connect with, you know, invite podcast guests that we've had on that that can add value or can gain value as an entrepreneur or a keynote speaker and really provide value back to entrepreneurs in the best way possible. So this is exciting for me because it's something I have a little itch for now. COVID's know. gone away and we can go enjoy things. I don't know if you're, you have any interest in this, but I think it's something that we could have a lot of fun with. Well, some similarities between the your great retreat and mine were it was at a unique, beautiful location. Uh, you did some, you had some experiences that were new to a lot of people. So you know, my theory on building relationships is based on number of experiences and variety of experiences. Mm. The people who you're closest with, you have a lot of experiences with, but you also have a lot of variety with. So uh, that retreat you went on added some of that variety of unique experiences where people can brand, uh, you know, the faces and the individuals that they did that with as a memory together. Instead of it blending in with every time they've ever gone to a baseball game or, you know, that type of thing. So, and then I also heard you had a lot of downtime. I mean, you just put a bunch of entrepreneurs together who are like-minded people. They're going to sit around and talk about things of value and you don't need to prompt them and there doesn't need to be a big structured thing. Somebody's going to pick up a topic and a conversation that everybody around them is going to be able to contribute to or listen in on. And there's going to be some type of value that's had in that unstructured format. Yeah, I love that. That that formula, I'm I'm pretty sure I learned from you 25 years ago is, you know, something along the lines of relationships equal number of experiences times a variety of experiences times yeah. time, right? Yeah. And how long? And uh, certainly that's part of how our relationship's been built. I mean, the amount of experiences, the variety of experiences, and the 20 plus years leads to the strength and the bond and everything we have. So I, I found that formula to be very, very true. Over and time. we've never done skeet shooting off a boat together, nor have we ridden electric bikes on a beach. So what you're saying is there's a lot more for us to do. There is. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you're listening to this episode and you're an entrepreneur and you're interested in Entrepreneurs United Retreat in 2023, I guess this is the challenge, Rich. We got to put one together and figure it out, promote it to our audience, and hopefully as many of you out there as possible come uh, join us on this venture and experience new things, network, and uh, get a chance to learn from each other. So I appreciate, Rich, you giving me your, your feedback on this one, and let's, let's give this a shot. Let's see what happens. 